Welcome to the podcast of Local Community Church. Thanks for joining us. This recording is from one of our online services while we're unable to meet together. We hope it will encourage and inspire you in your faith journey. Hey everyone, welcome to church. So good to have you with us today. And uh, here we are back online doing church strange ways, but uh, it's kind of working and it's the way we, we need to do it for now. And we've got a uh, new guest Special on the couch guest. today. Thank you, thank you. Hi everyone. Thanks for having us. Flown in from North Beach. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, the rules have changed, so we're allowed to gather uh, yeah. more people together, which is really good. So, I know, it's so great. Maxie was excited to have his first proper visitors in about six weeks. Yes, he's yeah. looking very excited. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting big, everyone. He's getting big. He's growing. Yeah. We are in our series um, going through the book of Acts, and we're just maintaining that, and I, I keep reflecting on the fact that, you know, I, I really thought that this was going to be a lot about stories of, of miracles and just the Holy Spirit moving, and it absolutely is. Mm. But there's this part of Acts of people caring for one another that's just become so much more true than mm-hmm. um, I really realised was going to happen in yeah. this time, hey. But yeah. um, so yeah. good that we're learning from the early disciples and yeah. how they did life. Because it's so needed, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So we're up to Acts chapter 7 uh, this week and working our way through. So um, it's about a quarter of the way, I think we are, which is really <laughs> exciting. And today we're going to be talking about um, the character of Stephen. And um, I just wanted to share, oh, and, and we have specimen A right here. That's why we brought you today. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and uh, I just want to give it a little bit of context before we read the scripture of who Stephen was. He was actually described as a Hellenist. Now, not hell as in bad hell, but Hellenist was a person who was a Jewish person that was born outside of Israel and was Greek speaking. So he had some sort of cultural interest there. But actually lived in Jerusalem and became a Christian um, very early on in, in the church. And it says actually a little bit earlier in Acts chapter 6 that Stephen was full of grace and full of power and full of the Holy Spirit. And so he'd been um, speaking about the kingdom of God and speaking about Jesus and actually been performing miracles. And when we get to Acts chapter 7, what's happened is all these religious leaders that thought they'd taken Jesus out, um, and yet there's this church that's building and continuing mm. to talk about them. They were getting a bit annoyed by that. So they've actually taken Stephen and, and he's before these religious leaders having to justify his behaviour. And he literally, um, when we get to chapter 7, he, he launches into just one of the longest speeches actually in the Bible and in Acts, um, talking around the history of Israel and what the Jewish people have done to Moses and people before them. And they did the same thing to Jesus and really just letting loose on the religious leaders. It's such a, a powerful speech. But you can imagine they're infuriated by this. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, the result is they actually they, they stone him. And what that meant is, Stephen, we were reading um, two weeks ago the story of um, this idea of serving and the creation of deacons. So Stephen was actually the first deacon in the church serving in that way. And he then, by virtue of being stoned to death, became the first Christian martyr. Um, and, and so the idea of our message today, when we're thinking about this, it's almost like we look at what Stephen did. It was like at any cost, he was prepared to live his faith out in a way that literally meant he would die for that. And obviously that's pretty confronting for us, but I think that's the the conversation we want to have today is what, what does it mean for us to live out of, of any cost? Um, we're going to read, we're just going to pick up the last part of the um, story shortly, but just before we do that, it's a couple of things I'd like you to think about as we're, we're reading that. The first is that um, um, Stephen's death actually echoes um, Jesus' death as well. 
it's really interesting. So if you think about it, Jesus was declaring himself as king. He was then killed by his accusers. And in his last moment, he actually said, forgive those people. And Stephen does the same thing. Hey? He's speaking out about the son of man and the kingdom of God. And for that, he is, his accusers are trying to kill him. And in his last words, he says, Father God, still forgive these people for what yeah. they're about to do. And I just think that so the humility is just amazing. The Jewish people would have been thinking, oh, no, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Not another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and the second thing, just to have a think about as we read this, we're not going to touch on this today, but it's what is coming up, is we get introduced in this passage to a character called Saul. And Saul, who became Paul, um, was actually there watching and approving Stephen's death. And that's going to be really important in a few weeks' time when mm. we hear about this character who um, a lot of the rest of the book of Acts is about. So just keep an ear out for that as we read that. Um, so, Kylie, why don't you read? We're picking up from Acts chapter 7, uh, verse 51 we're going to read from. Yeah, so verse 51. You stubborn people, you are heathen at heart and deaf to the truth. Must you forever resist the Holy Spirit? That's what your ancestors did, and so do you. Name one prophet your ancestors didn't persecute. They even killed the ones who predicted the coming of the righteous one, the Messiah, whom you betrayed and murdered. You deliberately disobeyed God's law, even though you received it from the hands of angels. The Jewish leaders were infuriated, like you guys were saying, by Stephen's accusation. And they shook their fists at him in rage. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed steadily into heaven and saw the glory of God. And he saw Jesus standing in the place of honour at God's right hand. And he told them, look, I see the heavens opened and a son of man standing in the place of honour at God's right hand. Then they put their hands over their ears and began shouting, they rushed at him and dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Mm. All right. His accusers took off their coats and laid them at the feet of a young man named Saul. As they stoned him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He fell to his knees shouting, Lord, don't charge them with this sin. And with that, he died. Mm. Oh. So powerful. Amazing, amazing story. So um, we're going to do a bit of a tag team, um, just some points and, and reflection on that. So yeah. Steve, why don't you tell us what you've been thinking about from that passage? Look, when I actually read this passage, I, I actually, like yourself, I, and we haven't discussed what we're talking about, <laughs> by the way. Uh, I started at chapter six and worked through and got some of the stories and, and how, we, how we got into the role immediately. But when you read chapter seven, I really encourage you to read chapter seven. That speech, he just rips out yeah. so many of the Old Testament stories. And it's a story of adventure. When I read that, it's like God calling these people through the many different stories and they come into opposition, they disappoint God, but God always seems to come through and he changes really bad situations into good situations. And there's story after story after story. Yeah. And when you, when you look at um, Stephen, he didn't sign up to be a martyr. Mm. <laughs> he actually signed up to want to help people and to administrate and to manage the food. Yeah. But what happened as he, as he went into the God's assignment that, he gave, yeah. that God gave him, things started to open up and he was captured 
through the whole process. Yeah. He wasn't counting the costs. Yeah. He was actually enjoying himself. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think um, the reality is, and, and the thing we can think about uh, today in the questions, is we often count the costs before we actually think of the benefits. And God has benefits far more than we could ever imagine. Yeah. So we can only imagine the costs, mm. and that's when we say, "Yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to do this on Saturday because it's too hard," yeah. Yeah. or this or that. But we actually totally forget about the costs, and that's, that's great, something Steve. to think, yeah. about, think yeah. about. Yeah, no, really, good. really good, really blessing. Yeah. yeah, the blessing. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I love it. It's so good. It's so true. Yeah. Well, look, I guess the thing do you want to maybe. Play with the dog. <laughs> Just give him something. Digging holes. Okay. <laughs> He's going crazy in the background. It's very, very distracting. Um, Kylie will be back. It's okay. Um, but one of the, um, yeah, I love that actually. This, the not thinking about the benefit before we actually count the cost. Yeah. And yet we've got to be prepared for any cost. And, and just live the life that we're living and, yeah. and, and trust God in that. One of the things um, that I was thinking about as I, I went through that is that we, we read that, that Stephen was um, full, full of, it says it was full yeah. of God's power and grace. Mm. And I was thinking about that fullness or being full, because Jesus actually said we should live life to the full. That's yeah. what he kind yeah. of said, John 10.10 it says. And um, I think often we think about that relative to our, our earthly experiences and fullness yeah. is oh, yeah, living the way I want and the lifestyle I want. And, you know, God cares about that stuff for sure and it's important. But I think there's also a, a fullness of life, which is beyond that, which is what's being referred to here. Mm. And so I was thinking about that and going, well, okay, so Stephen, he, it says he was full of the Holy Spirit and he was full of grace mm. and power. Yeah, now that good. fullness meant he was preaching the kingdom of God and he was praying for people with little long sticky arms, probably yeah, back yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> in isolation and praying like that. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they, were getting, they were getting healed and... Um, as he laid hands on them and, and because he was full of power and yeah. grace and the Holy Spirit. But it doesn't say this, but I think Stephen was full of light because he yeah. was right there in a, in a moment of darkness with those religious yeah. leaders and being light in such a difficult place and prepared to, to shine that light in, in that moment. And I think he was full of truth. You know, you're referring to that all that, that speech was, was incredible. And he was literally going, this is the truth of the, the scriptures that you know, but you've missed the point. You've missed what God was doing. And let me explain that to you. And so he's full of truth because God is in him. And I think he was full of compassion. He, that line right at the end, and it says, you know, I, I can't imagine this, to be honest, mm. but only through being full of God could you do it. But um, these people are, are killing him. And he knows he's about to die, and his final words are, God, forgive them. Because mm. like, he, he had the peace going oh, on inside of him at that very moment, which absolutely. I found very encouraging. Yeah. 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 So my take on that is that, you know, Stephen was, was prepared to do anything at, at any cost. Yeah. And I would hope that's how we want to live. But, um, and, you know, Jesus' words literally were for us to lay down our life for him, to take up our cross and follow him. But... We, we literally cannot do that in our own strength. And the no. only way I think this happens is when we are full of God, full yeah, of amen. his grace, yeah. full of his power. And uh, I suppose my, my final thought on that really is that if we are full of the things of God, then just like Stephen, he can do ex extraordinary things mm. through ordinary people. Yeah. And that's what yeah. he did for that's him. That's great. We're just ordinary. Yeah. And we're just ordinary <laughs> yes, people. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But that and doesn't limit him when we let him be in us. Yeah, that's so true. great. So true. Yeah. And so, you know, I think for me, the last question 
to, to ask or, or the takeaway is what does it look like to be full of God anytime actually, but particularly in this season? Mm. Um, I, you know, to be honest, I found it hard the first few weeks of isolation. Yeah. My routines were thrown out the door like yours, I suspect. And so the things that I would do to keep me full of God, I've had to reset and rethink mm. that. Mm. And so I just want to encourage you today to make sure you're, you're making um, those intentional decision, decisions live yeah. your life by design, your mm. way, and make sure those things that keep you full That's of God point. are happening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. We hope this message has encouraged and inspired you in your faith journey. If you'd like to find out more, head to our website at localcommunity.church.